quantum entanglement. Do you know what it is? Uh, I've I've heard of it, but I don't. I couldn't define so it. So no. The answer is no. <laughs> I know I know that those two words sometimes one goes before the other, and I've I've you know seen it around. You okay, know, it's been around the block. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, everyone's heard about quantum entanglement. You know, you go down to Starbucks, they're like, eh, quantum entanglement, this latte, that. You know, you wanna, yeah, you wanna I entangle can... your latte <laughs> with some quantum quantum <laughs> stuff. Um, so here's what quantum entanglement is. I just learned this pretty recently, and it's been boring a hole in my brain ever since. That sounds not good. No, in a good way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like oh so a, like you're losing the part of your brain that you didn't want. They say, you know, you only use 10% of your right. brain, right? Yeah, so and everybody knows that that's bullshit, of course. <laughs> uh, okay, so quantum entanglement is this. So if you take two, in t- uh, two electrons, right? Yeah, electrons. Yeah, what's the problem? Is there There's a problem little, with that? Little, little tiny guys. Yeah, they're super tiny, <laughs> yeah. and they're you know like far away from each other because everything's far away from each other if you look close enough at it, right? Anyway, take two electrons and you entangle them in some way, so you like enjoin them in some way, right? You're you gonna like, have to tell me how. I don't know exactly. I don't, know, but so you essentially put them in each other's orbit a little bit. I don't know beyond that. That's not the part of this I want to talk about because I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna nitpick every little piece. Great. Yeah. Okay, so you do that, right? And then you pull them back apart. And what's happening is then they're both rotating in the same way. That once they're entangled, they start ro- they're, they, when they're in each other's orbit, they start rotating the same direction, right? Okay. Okay. So now, once they're separated, if you start changing the rotation of one electron, the other, roton, the other uh, electron instantly s- starts rotating the other direction as well. Even if you send it like 10 miles away? Even if you send it 10,000 light years away, it's instant. Huh. Yes. Okay. See, now that's where it gets interesting to me. If so it's 10 that, feet away, who cares? Right? Is that quantum entanglement? That's quantum entanglement, that they're entangled even though there's nothing that's obviously connecting them and there's unbelievable distance. There's instantaneous um, response. If you flip one thing in a different direction, the other one instantaneously starts going that direction too, like perfectly. Okay. Um, so what that in theory then means is down the road, if you use all this stuff correctly, you could have communication not just across the planet, but instant communication across universes or galaxies. You wouldn't have to wait for the speed of the radio waves or whatever. It would be immediate. Right, because that information can be immediately somewhere else, no matter how far away it is. Quantum entanglement. Okay. So so why is this burning a a bite-sized hole in my brain? Boring a hole in your brain. Why is it eating through my ear? Um, Because... Not only is that just knock me out that that's possible. It's I mean it's cool. Is it I mean th- this is confirmed or is this a theory? I think I mean I don't think they've been able to send anything 10,000 light years away. Right, but let's assume they can send it 10 miles away. I be- oh, I believe absolutely yeah. that that stuff has all been done. Um again, I watched one YouTube short on this. So, <laughs> so you're a full on expert. Let me be clear, I only know so much about this right now. Okay. The thing that gets me beyond sort of the applications of this, the future applications, and obviously they're way, way down the line. Like we may not live to see these applications, you and I, right? Great. Maybe we will. Um, But that's exciting to me anyway because I love that stuff. But more that the universe operates in ways that I so don't understand that like that's possible. Like I would have said no matter what, something like that is not possible, that these two things can be so connected so far away that – that you can flip one the other, change the rotation of one, the other rotation changes instantly, no matter what. Like it just doesn't seem within the the universe that I know that that would be a doable thing, and yet clearly it is. And that that has been like just 
in a good way haunting me you know it's been like wow like what there's so much about the world we do not know and the universe and life and everything we do not know that it just i think it's fascinating i agree and i think there's an intrinsic bias probably based a lot on how far advanced we are versus previous humans that we know way more than we do like we think we all think we know way more than we do about the nature of things and how things work and maybe that's a good example, right? Like, we really just have no fucking idea what's going on. I feel like we're like a dog looking at, like, a car engine most of the time. You know, it's like, yeah. this is just a loud thing that moves around a little bit, and I can maybe have a slightest understanding of the slightest bit of that thing, but I don't know what the hell's going on. That's what I think humans, that's what I think is really going on with humanity and, yeah. and knowledge, because, you know, there's so much to understand, and we are, we're, yeah, but we think we're enlightened because we know what we know. Well, right? and because we can compare ourselves to past generations of humans who knew so much less. That's right. Right? So comparison is the thief of joy, but it's, also the, it's also the thief of rationality in some, oh, yeah. in some cases. Yeah, I mean, it makes us feel good, right? We're smarter yeah. than those fuckers, at least. But the thing is, it's a classic don't know what we don't know thing, right? Like, yeah. So we may, you know, the... The beaker may, instead of being a milliliter filled, it's 1.1 milliliters filled of, of understanding, but we can't see how that the beaker is, you know, untold millions of gallons big, right. you know, and so, like, it doesn't mean anything like we to just have this much more. Yeah, my, my, my basic philosophy about, uh, you know, epistemology is that we really have no idea what the hell is going on. Uh, what's epistemology? Uh, it's the study and philosophy of knowledge. Whoa, the study of knowledge. Yeah. What what would you give me a little more on that? Like, what would you stu- study of knowledge? Well, it's not really like you can study it. It's more of a philosophical undertaking. Okay. So, you know, there's there's lots of philosophers historically who uh, had ist- epistemological viewpoints. Right. Like which for an example of an epistemological viewpoint would be Nietzsche uh, and nihilism. I, don't, I think it's pronounced Nietzsche, but go on. And Portia. Yes, of course. Um yeah, so uh, there's epistemological nihilism is a subset of nihilism which effectively states that there is no way to truly gain knowledge. You can never have mm. true knowledge, you know. Right. All you can have is your perceptions and you don't right. really know what anything truly is. Okay. I'm getting some philosophy from that, some pretty hard philosophy. Yeah, you're getting vibes. philosophized up in there. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I keep coming back to like, yeah, we're a goldfish and we're looking at a combustion engine and we think we understand. Well, some we got worse. It. We used to be a dog. Why is a goldfish worse than a dog? Okay, as far as they breathe underwater. As far as their ability to understand a combustion engine, I'm gonna give wow. the dog the edge. You are over the goldfish. Ridiculous. All right. New topic: <laughs> rating species yes. at their abilities to understand combustion engines. Uh, how about just general, you know, human? knowledge stuff no it's easier if okay, we just if fine. combustion engine we're looking fine. we're looking at a ford okay, f-150 okay. not the lightning version we're talking about a combustion okay. engine okay. here okay and the hood is open the hood is open They're looking at it and it could even be running so maybe some parts are moving and stuff yeah i would you hope know. so yeah it well, feels important. Uh, if it's a ford f-150 maybe not i have no idea American if made. reliable or not they might be pretty good um <laughs> anyway save that one all right so dog is clearly above goldfish that no. is my position you disagree a goldfish all seafaring creatures are above dogs, first of all. At, at understanding a tuna combu- has got that dog backwards and forwards. Uh, not, just, not just combustion engines, all engines. I, would, I need you to stick with the combustion engine for me. <laughs> <laughs> I need you right here with me on the combustion engine. I know okay. it's hard, okay. but like, tether yourself to this, okay. okay? Just for a second. I can try. All right. But yeah, tuna, 
All right, you're over a dog. But I'd say again, if you if you live in the water, if you have the ability to breathe underwater, yeah. I think you understand a little more about a construction engine than a fucking rover dog. Which which breed of dog are you imagining here? Because uh, that might be affecting your judgment. Like a pug? Oh, a pug no, doesn't know shit about it. Yeah, exactly. Pug. What are no. you picturing, like Lassie? A, like a Doberman, you know? Like, like a like. Oh, uh, yeah, I can sort of see that. I think a Doberman probably has a equal amount of knowledge of the combustible combustion engine to like a trout all right we're i'll stuck. give you a doberman is a pretty awesome we're, dog. we're stuck too much on the dog versus the fish yeah, thing. yeah yeah let me give you two animals you tell me which one no is going to understand the this combustion is, engine better okay this is easy the audience is going to know the scorpion or elephant elephant because it's scorpion's, taller it can yeah, see yeah, in. it can see in but the, but the scorpion could actually crawl in there and go mm, look at the individual parts did you think of an interesting point, but the scorpion will just be trying to kill the combustion engine the whole time. Uh, you are assigning the scorpion a lot of malice. It's that, not that malice. Is not, this is not fair to the scorpion kind. It's not kind. malice. It's just the I can't nature believe, of the scorpion. I cannot believe in the year 2023 <laughs> that you would just be like, oh, yeah, scorpions are aggressive. They are. I got I to gotta look out for oh, them. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cross the sidewalk to the other side of the this street. This stereotype <laughs> doesn't mean there's no reason for this stereotype at all, Grant. Fucking scorpions. <laughs> <For> scorpions. <laughs> yeah. Um, beyond that, though, yeah, they just can't get the perspective that they would need. Now, if a scorpion was 10 feet tall, maybe. Okay, but it's not. It's just, and the, well, they can crawl around. They can also get trapped in there All right. and die. Assuming no malice in the scorpion. Okay, okay. Maybe the elephant could understand the engine better, but if you were going to send one to repair the engine... Oh, well, would a scorpion be able to lift any of the stuff, though? Because it's too small. An elephant with that trunk can lift anything. Well, there's oh, some. Oh, I'm going. I'm going elephants. I, I guess they they have to work together, right? Because there's some things where it's really heavy <laughs> and we need the elephant to lift it and, and you lower it into the engine. And if there's some parts that are going to be like under other parts and, and behind a bunch of shit and the scorpion's going to have to get in there and kind of <laughs> twist a screw a few times. Yeah. You know, the elephant has no shot at that screw. How are they? Gonna no work? shot. How are they going to work together? Who's gonna? Who's in I charge? How do they determine? This who's is in the problem with society yeah. today: is that you can't even imagine the scorpion and the elephant working together. It's, true. it's not that you won't entertain the idea; it's that you can't imagine <laughs> it. That's the real fucking problem. I'm, look, no, 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 I'm entertaining the idea just fine. I'm saying there's going to be a lot of energy put into who gets to who's calling the shots here, who's working for who, you know, and. That's going to eat up all the available oxygen in the room. No one's going to have time to even consider, you know, how do we communicate? Who's, who's actually, you know, moving that wrench? Who's, who's, who's taking a break right now? And who isn't? You know what I'm saying? I think the elephant's taking more breaks than the scorpion. So. You got you to gotta know that. I mean, come on. Of course he is. He's tired. <laughs> I mean, let's just look at it from a straight violence point of view for a second, Okay. Why do we have to look at everything You're through the lens why. of violence? You're going to see. It's all going to make sense. Is this, it was just a Guy Ritchie movie all over I, again. I mean, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is pretty good. So um, who's more of a threat to the other? I think very clearly the elephant is a threat to the scorpion. Yes. So that means the elephant's in charge. Because the elephant can be like, I will step on you. You can sting me all you want, and it will hurt, but I will step on you. I so mean, if, I win. if Steve Jobs and Wozniak got yeah. in a jujitsu match, I'm pretty sure... Wozniak could take him down and, and put him into a submission hold, but stop, Jobs was in charge anyway. Okay, Jobs whoa, was in charge. Whoa. 
you're assuming Wozniak's ever going to be able to catch Steve Jobs, buddy. <laughs> no, we're in like an octagon, man. We're yeah. in a jujitsu situation. This, we're going to see this basically when Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, you know, have their cage. I forgot. I month. was not even referencing that. That's yeah. interesting. No, I know. I know. I just thought of it too. Yeah. But like, we're sort of seeing a version of that. Obviously, Woz was a little bit less fit. By the way, that's never happening. There's more and more talk about it. Is all. Yeah. I'm you know what? If you want to bet even odds on that right now, I will. I will give you that. Oh, that bet. I actually have already bet real money that Zuckerberg would beat Elon Musk. Okay, so. but that's not the same bet. I, I would like. That. I would like to bet that it does not occur. No, I don't want to bet that. I'll give you a ten-year window. Oh, I thought you would say ten to one. I would have snapped accepting no, no. ten to one. I I'm, I'm accepting ten to one. No, I'll give you a ten-year window at fifty-fifty. Um, it's a fair bet. I don't think I'm going to accept it because I. It's probably less likely than more likely that it'll happen. I agree with you. It's probably like forty. 30%. I mean, it's like such an embarrassing thing for the loser. Um, yeah. And when Zuckerberg kicks Elon's ass, it'll be embarrassing for I'm, Elon. I'm not, I don't have a position. You, on... I see in your eyes, you're pro Elon in the fight. <laughs> no, I don't you have a position. You want to bet on Elon. Give me two to one. I'll take Zuckerberg I right now. I am not betting on the fight. I'm betting on the fight not happening. I understand. Can we get back to what we're talking about, though? Which is we're important stuff. <laughs> yeah. Elephant versus scorpion mechanical ability slash. But you're saying the simple fact that the elephant yes. could defeat the scorpion yes. in combat makes the elephant the boss. I am saying that that is how it works in all forms of society, animal and human. That is why CEOs are taller than the average person. That is why the average president is significantly taller than the average person. That's why we've only ever had male presidents up till now in the United States. It's all about war. Who can kill who? That's why Trump beat Hillary. And that's why <laughs> Biden beat Trump. <laughs> <laughs> totally makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, your philosophies are perfect on that. I was that. somewhere there for a while. But back to yeah, I, I think when you don't know That's why who Jimmy be, Jimmy Carter beat somebody. Like who can who could Jimmy Carter beat in a fight? He beat Gerald Ford, man. Gerald Ford was old too. There's no chance Jimmy Carter Jimmy beat Jimmy Carter Trump. was young at that point. Anyway. Can we come back to the, the topic at hand? He's a peanut farmer. He wasn't a fighter. He was he was from Georgia. Of course he was a fighter. So what does that mean? I'm saying there are times when clearly someone is more qualified to be the boss, right? And then fine, they're the boss. But every time it's not clear who's qualified, then the toughest dude always wins. The, the person who can kill the other person is the boss. Because if not, they're allowing you to be the boss, which means they effectively are the man behind the man and are the boss anyway. Hence, elephant in charge of scorpion. <laughs> You've clearly spent a lot of time in the corporate world and understand office politics. Thank you very much. I watched some television about it. I'll tell yeah. you that. You watched the show Suits. I've seen a few episodes. It's yeah. very popular right now on Netflix. Um, I also watched like the first two episodes of that show Industry on HBO, which was about you know investment bankers. So oh, I get it. Never even heard of that show. Yeah, Is exactly. It Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty slow. It, 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 people like it, so maybe it picks up. But first two episodes a little slow. Hmm. I want to like it. You know, it's one of those. Yeah, I want to like every show that I watch. Obviously, oh, not me. You want to not like the shows that I don't, you watch? No, no, no. I just some shows I like take in as they are, and whatever they are, they are. And other shows I like, I'm rooting for. Like when I start, I'm like, so I it's like, like an this. unconditional love with the shows that you don't like. You're like, I'll take you warts and all. I don't care. What are you talking about? Because you, you're watching these shows you don't like. You're like, I take you as you are. It's fine that I, I never don't. said that though. But you're saying you, you're watching shows that you don't like. Basically. When did I say that? I never said I'm watching. Show. I said there's some shows I go into with no preconceived thoughts and other shows I go into rooting for and wanting to like. I see. Okay, That's fine. really different. Fine. And then something like Industry, I wanted to like. It's like a prestige HBO show. All the critics were liking it. I'm like, I really want to, you know, there's something here. But after two episodes, I was like, well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm going to bail. Yeah. So I bailed. And I may pick it up at some point again to see if I can find the thing that people love so much. But I don't see it through two episodes. Yeah, you know, you're going to not like me saying this, but I kind of feel that way about Succession, which I, I know is really, really well-reviewed and everybody loves it and thinks yeah. it's great. 
I just like have never made it all the way through season one. I've tried twice. I just can't. Really? Yeah, I just can't get How on board. How far did you get? Six-ish episodes. That's like a something lot. like That's that. That's a lot. If you can't get, it's been a while it. since I tried. I might give it another shot. I just rewatched the entire series run after it because it all finished. Um, I from the beginning to the end, and it was fabulous so enjoyable but you know if, I, I think if you don't like it after six episodes you, it's just not your cup of tea though i gotta tell you which is surprising you would think it would be my cup of tea i would but you disappoint thank you you this disappoint is, it's okay this is why this is the rawest podcast out there because <laughs> we're true with each other exactly man. i'm not gonna fucking laugh at your jokes as if they're good when they're not <laughs> You know, no, actually, that no, you're helping me by doing that. Exactly. How many, how many shows, podcasts, radio, TV, whatever, do the fake laugh thing? You know, oh, okay, you know, it's bullshit, man. That's not this. That's not us. It's all real here, man. You, you, you cut me, I bleed. You bleed me, I cut. You know what I'm saying? You bleed me. Okay. If you bleed me, I will cut you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can I tell? Can I tell a, a story about fake laughing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think you've heard this story, Jonathan, but it's a good story. I'm going to tell it anyway. I haven't heard it. All right, good. Well, you might not remember I haven't heard it. So I made the mistake, despite, you know, knowing the potential problems, my wife and I made the mistake of going to a timeshare presentation. Oh, yeah, I have heard this story. (laughs) (laughs) We were at a a brew festival here in Portland, and, and they had a booth set up where you could, like, do casino games, and you got prizes or whatever, and they kind of talked us into like you can come to this timeshare presentation of course they offer like something like you could get two free tickets to the bay area or whatever just for coming to this presentation that lasts an hour and a half or whatever it was so we went to the presentation and it was just horrible um but the whole vibe of it the whole situation was there was one speaker and then everybody who was there was in a couple they had uh, recruited couples specifically which i guess is just their target audience um and each couple was sitting with a different salesperson who was like their person to talk to after the presentation was over and the presentation was meant to be entertaining and funny along with informative about the timeshare and you know upselling the timeshare and the jokes were not good they were they were mostly based on like the idea that your life as this person who's in this room sucks ass and getting this timeshare and being able to go to this place for two weeks a year is going to change that and make it so your life doesn't suck ass anymore. What's an example of a joke if you can? It's been years and years. I know, just so give I, it like it's okay. Just like, like make one up. Yeah, yeah. Just so I get like, a sense of it. Like we've all been there when the kid is throwing cereal on the floor again, and I'm just thinking I could be in Cozumel. Yeah. Okay. And then like the whole every salesperson sitting with a couple does like the knee slapping fakest laugh. It was it was surreal. It was like I was in Pleasantville or some simulation mm. type place where it just felt unreal because no none of the participants who were not salespeople were laughing but every salesperson was literally slapping their knee with from jokes like that be like <laughs> it's so true it's so true and that lasted for an hour and a half mm. so that's my fake laughing story yeah yeah uh when was the last time you fake laughed i don't know you fucking hypocrite <laughs> i don't think i fake laughed very frequently if ever but when was the last time you did I can't it? remember doing it. Uh, you just put it out of your head? We, do you fake laugh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think I do. I mean, probably. I probably fake laugh a little bit here and there. At the poker table, I probably fake laugh a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah. That makes sense. Just a little. Anytime that you're trying to just get past whatever's happening yes. and make everybody feel comfortable about moving on, yeah. that's kind of a good tool, I guess. Yeah. It's a little different than a timeshare presentation. Is it? You're selling something to the customers either way, buddy. By the way, in the end, of course. You bought no, <laughs> but <laughs> it was 
we had to wait. They had like stuck us with the salesperson forever and ever after the presentation was over. Like we got to wait for the manager to come open the safe to give you the vouchers for the tickets or whatever. And we just told the person straight up, like, we're not, we're not going to do it. And this was a newer salesperson. So she like ran out of avenues and just sat there silently with us for 15 minutes until they opened the, the safe and gave us the vouchers that we then never used because they had so many blackout dates and were basically unusable. That's the idea. So they, they get you in with the fake gift. Yeah. You think you're playing them because you're like, I'm just not going to buy. And they're like, you're never going to use this gift even if you do. So, you know, we get to, we get free, we're free rolling you basically, yeah. right? That's how they see it. Yeah. You think you're free rolling them, they're free rolling you. That makes sense because they understand how the, all the incentives line up and they're still choosing to do it, right? Yeah. So they have you in some way that you can't right. see, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when we were signing up to do it, we were like, we know this is a bad idea, yeah. but like, it's kind of a thing. Let's like, if, if it goes really poorly as it did, it's like a story and it's, it's something to try once in your life, I guess. Why I not? I mean, I'm never going to do it now that I know the story though. Yeah. Of course. I get to avoid it. You, yeah. you did it for me. It's a I mean, I think thing. it's culturally pretty well known that timeshares are just yes not a good investment and the presentations are awful. And yet people continue to buy them. At your presentation, people bought, right? At least one couple bought. I'm not sure if mm. it was more than one. And they, when, when they bought, there was this whole big fake celebration where they had confetti and Martinelli's come out. And it was like... How much did it cost to do like whatever, two weeks in this uh, time Do you remember? I can't even remember. No, I think it was like 3500 a year or something yeah. for those two weeks. And you're like locked in for a number of years, Yeah, right? there's some sort of contract it's you like sign. It's like super evil yeah. stuff. And it's not the travel. It's just the place, yeah. right? What the hell? It's unbelievable. What a deal that you're able to, like, I guess you buy this place and you rent it out. You're effectively renting it out for on these 10-year contracts to these people for exorbitant amounts of money. And that's how you, that's how you get rich. That's yeah. one way to do I it. Yeah. I mean, that, the idea is that it's an actual investment when you do the timeshare instead of, like... Why? Because you can sell it. It's not... Oh, you can sell it to someone else. Yeah. But, but nobody buys buy it. it. Yeah. And it's, it's not an investment that is historically appreciated in value. Right. Yeah. The idea that you can sell it is smart, though, because now you're saying, like, see, this has value. Right. It's not just a vacation. It right. has. And you're not locked into anything. Yeah. Because you can always sell it. Right. That's smart. But, yeah. So just, you know, avoid all that. Yeah. That's and something. The idea behind it being, like, you go to the same place for two weeks every year. If you really, if your life is, is a shitty life and you're trying to get out of it by going on vacation... That's not a great way to do it, first of all. But also, like, wouldn't it be nice to have options instead of just going to the same place every yeah. year? What if you just don't like the place very much yeah. for any reason? Yeah. These people who did buy, they bought it. You know, they only saw the pictures that were presented. What they the didn't hell? go there. I mean, again, that's fine for one trip once. But for 10 years yeah. of that trip is cray. Yeah. I'll check out a resort in Hawaii once that, yeah, I, that I'm like, oh, this has good reviews online. Right. But I didn't buy 10 years of me having to go there for the same two weeks or not being able to go it's there like at all. $35,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess in theory, right, 10 years from now, that 35K may, that 3,500 for that two weeks is actually like, quote, a good deal, right? Yeah. That's part of the sales. Yeah, thing I suppose. Too, right? But that would make sense. But, you know, that just goes like inflation, man. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I figured that out. Yeah. I'm the scorpion. Um, You're the elephant. I figured it out. Everyone knows that. So just coming back to uh, quantum uh, entanglement. Well, no, uh, combustion engines. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, Spiders <laughs> or like caterpillars? So you're just going with two bugs now? Yeah. Oh, wow. First of all, reductionism. Um, very reductive, very offensive to bugs. 
So you're just going with bugs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with bugs. So insects is yeah. what they prefer to be called. Well, spiders <laughs> are not insects. But caterpillars are, and that's what I was referring to. But you just lumped them all together because to you, they're all bugs. I mean, this insects is, and arachnids Someone's are, offended by this right now. Insects and arachnids are both bugs. <laughs> Technically, if we look it up in the species uh, books. <laughs> yeah, go get your Darwin species. And there's a book. Go get your Darwin book. Yeah. Yeah. The Origin of Man. You yeah. don't think I know? I've read it. The Did you? <laughs> I, read, I read the words, The Origin of All Man. All right. Well, so what's your question about the spider? Who understands the combustion engine more? Spider. Definitely. Obviously the spider. Clearly the spider. That caterpillar, I, honestly, and this might not be fair, and I'm sorry if there's any caterpillars listening, but caterpillars give off kind of a dumb vibe. Like, spiders give off a very conniving smart vibe like they know what's going on caterpillars are like i'm gonna go around this corner i hope it's okay do, 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 do. i mean you're just showing your own ignorance here when you say that uh that's, that's possible now let me ask you this speaking of your ignorance um with an inchworm if so you're you, not going to defend the caterpillar i'm getting to it it's okay. all part of a big tapestry buddy all right just you know you can't see the whole thing you're like the blind guy you're feeling the, the tail of the elephant and you're like this is a rope no it's not a rope Okay. okay. All right. Tell me about just the inchworm. Just breathe. Let the let the wine breathe a little bit. Um, so you know, with inchworms, if you like cut them in half, they're just like no problem. And then there's two inchworms essentially. That's earthworms. Right. So what happens <laughs> if you cut cut a caterpillar in half? It's probably just dies. <laughs> you just kill it, right? Yeah. yeah I think. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, all. I just it never becomes that. a butterfly. That's the tapestry. <laughs> That's the whole. Wow, thing. that was mosaic. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Now you've seen the whole elephant. That was great. In charge, by the way, of all the bugs. So elephant, basically the lord of the jungle, right? I know they say the lion, but that's bullshit. I mean, lions do kill baby elephants, but not. I mean, do not elephants adult. kill baby lions, though? Maybe. No, nope, I think they kill adult lions because. Oh. Because the adult lions are trying to kill their babies. Yeah. So yeah. okay, that means let's go being an elephant. Although hippos supposedly are the worst of all. Oh, as far as that's dangerous to humans, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Yeah, hippos are very dangerous to humans. They seem so friendly and fun. Only because of Hungry Hungry Hippos. And like Fantasia. Yeah, sure. Did you never see Fantasia? I saw it, but it's been a long time. You basically time. just fake laughed with that. You're like, yeah, sure. Like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Ha, 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 ha. so funny. That's not it, man. We're being... <laughs> <laughs> you got to bleed on this show. Show your blood. <laughs> That's an, that should have been the name. Show your blood. <laughs> show your blood. <laughs> that would be an interesting name, actually. Yeah. Um, people, and might what be, if, people might be confused by what it what it was. Yeah, about. but that in a good way. Confusing. I what think if, they're probably confused anyway, yeah. though. What if we had guests and we actually made them show their blood? That'd what be great we, for an audio only show. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that anyway. We could do that with this show. We don't need to change the name. Let's you, do that. Jennifer Lawrence, you know what time it is. <laughs> show your blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a. I, I'm trying to think of which skit show it, this fits on. Is um, it? Is it? It's like it's a little too dark for Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, and I think it's a. It's not quite. I think you should leave, but no. it's it's close. Yeah, it's like a black lady sketch show. I've never seen that. Oh, it's on HBO. Yeah, is it good? Um, I've seen like one episode. It was fine. Okay, cool. That was it. No, I don't know either. Well, we can pitch them. Maybe. Let's pitch them. We're do you perfect. Have, do you We're have perfect a per- for it? Do you have a person at HBO or Max? I yeah, it's not, oh yeah, I don't have anyone at HBO. I have people at Max. Yeah, exactly. David Zaslav. Can man. we talk about that for a second? Yes. That branding decision? Thank God. I mean, we've been waiting for hours <laughs> to talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about it. HBO had a brand and still, do, still, does. still does. The, the 
those three letters still mean something, right? Even though they're not the name of the company anymore. It's such a powerful brand in television producing. It, it created the first prestige TV shows and it's in American and I think international culture is like, yeah, they make good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see the things they make, like Game of Thrones, etc. these types of things. Yeah. Um, and they completely removed the HBO from their name and just went with Max. Okay. What? What is... Why? Okay, let's talk... A w- to, to answer your question, well, we must... We're going to make back. HBO bleed right now. Yeah. Um, so, bleeds. so first of all, HBO is a number of different things, and that was part of the problem, right? So HBO started off just as your addition to cable, like yeah. everything else. That was the first of those, I think, really. It was the, the first, first premium one. cable yeah. channel. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, many, many things followed. Um, so you paid your $15 a month, and you got HBO. And then as streaming hit and became a thing, HBO wanted to be part of that. And in fact... Um, Ted Sarandos, who's the CEO of Netflix, said, um, we want to be HBO faster than they can become Netflix, uh-huh. right? Famously, he said that. And that like changed the way a lot of people saw what at the time was the pre-streaming wars, right? This is, before, this is when Netflix was the only streamer. Yeah. Um, but he saw where all of it was going, and he knew that Netflix had to establish itself as a brand for its own shows, which it has. Yeah. Um, but faster than HBO could like basically suck up all of the streaming stuff, right? Right. And, and they pulled it off. Okay. So HBO, though, trying to capitalize on the streaming markets, created um, HBO... Go. What? HBO Go. Go. Yeah. And also HBO Now. Right. Those and are two different ones, yeah, right? Yeah, HBO Go was if you subscribed to it independently online, and HBO Now was if you already had a subscription through right. your TV provider. So already, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Just have one service, right. and if you belong to HBO, you get access to it. Are you crazy? Now, I think they had um, rights agreements with the, all the like Comcast and stuff like that, which made it so they couldn't do that, because mm. I'm sure they would have liked to. Yeah. So they had all that. Um, it was very confusing to people. A lot of people thought I remember they were being all the, confused about that. Yeah, a lot of people thought they were all the same thing. They were clearly not. Um, and then they, um, they bought Cinemax, and or Warner Brothers bought Cinemax, I guess, and... Uh, and decided to put it all together into HBO Max, right? Which I guess is at least its own kind of branding. Like there's HBO and then this is like bigger, more HBO, yeah. which it sort of was. The maximum amount of stuff that you could watch under the umbrella of HBO. Except I think there were shows that were on HBO that weren't on HBO Max and vice versa. Um, like if you had the HBO Max app, there were certain shows you couldn't watch. I think so. I I'm, don't feel I like that's I correct. I don't know if that's true or not. This is the point. It's hard to even know. As yeah. opposed to Netflix, where it's just all Netflix is all Netflix. And yeah. every other streaming service, I think, is like that. Um, <coughs> so even now, there's HBO on cable, and then there was HBO Max, and I think there was still HBO Go, but they got rid of HBO Now, or vice versa, whatever it was, right? I'm pretty sure it's all the same now, right, at this point, where like the HBO on cable is just like they still put stuff on TV like at a time, and you're watching the things at a time, and HBO Max is just everything on demand. Um, or was. Before. I hope. That's what it is. Yeah. So then they changed it to Max recently, which is what you're saying, right? So HBO still exists as a cable, you know, streaming, not streaming, as a cable add-on. Yeah. It's still real. And the brand, HBO brand still exists, but they have removed it fully from their streaming service name, which seems insane. It, yes, because I'm sure now and going forward, the streaming service is going to be the main piece of the brand, right? Yes. Like cable is dying, obviously. Yes. Of course it's dying. Yes. Uh and they have other stuff, too, besides Cinemax, right? They have, like, Friends and shit. They have NBC shows. They have Discovery Channel yeah. stuff. They have, I think, National no National Geographic is uh, Disney. Um, there's the th- I think part of it is that they can't call it HBO. 
because HBO is the cable service, and I think there's like not allowed to. So they always have to be HBO something, and they've tried a few different things, and I think it was confusing. So like, let's come up with a service that is less confusing. So we're going to call it Just Max. Everyone at HBO Max will get that it's the same thing. We'll say it has Game of Thrones. People aren't going to be that fucking confused. It'll be fine. Is it fine? I don't know. I don't but, know either. It seems like a huge mistake, but this also this way you also get to keep the HBO brand less diluted because Max has got a huge amount of reality shows on it and shit like that because it's got all the Discovery crap yeah. on it too. HBO still has, is still a prestige name, so they're able to sort of maintain that prestige piece of it anyway. I don't know if that's helpful to them, but in theory, that's helpful, right? So is it just... They just changed the name because things weren't going well financially. They're like, HBO Max isn't working. Let's remove the HBO and see if that changes anything. I mean, I think it was a sign that they're changing everything, right? Like, they're basically selling off a lot of assets. They're, um, they're trying to pull Warner Brothers, who owns all this stuff, um, out from billions of dollars of debt. David Zaslav, who's in charge right now, the guy who's my connect at Max. Oh, of course, yeah. This stuff. Um, you guys have a, a weekly tea appointment? I mean, it's often nowadays on FaceTime. But we still get the tea and we drink uh, it. You know, that, that should happen with COVID, you know, where yeah. people are like, oh, well, let's just do it online. And at first it was like, that's great. But now it's like, it's 2023 and we're going out in the world and stuff and you're still doing this online. It feels like you don't really value this friendship yeah. the way that you used to or you claim to. Here's a secret. David Zaslov. Here's, here's a secret from my end. Guess who doesn't actually have tea in the teacups anymore? This guy. You never liked the tea. I don't like the tea. No. But I drank it in the beginning. Right. For David. For D. Um, yeah anyway so zaslov was put in charge of all of warner brothers because he's was making discovery the discovery channel profitable when everything else was losing money like crazy and the way he did it is he just invested in reality shows yeah so max is like david zaslov fix everything and this is him trying to do that and rebrand everything and i don't know that it's gonna work i'm pessimistic you are very knowledgeable about this thanks yeah yeah i know uh, stuff it's interesting, and, and I'm sure there's a ton more layers that you don't know, of oh, course. Sure. Uh, it's very interesting with things like that because from a consumer perspective, I just have the opinion that I originated this conversation with, which is like, it seems ridiculous to drop such a prestigious name. And there's so much behind it. And you could see how you, when you're in the decision-making position and you're talking about this every day for many hours, you get in the weeds and you don't really, you lose track of what the consumer perspective might be, right? And it's impossible to get back there. I wonder if also, because Zaslav is talking about selling off different Warner's assets, um, possibly to, for, to sell Warner Brothers to one of the bigger companies, also mm. like Apple or something like that down the road. Um, he would be able to start that as early as next year where he could actually sell it. He's not allowed to until then. Um, I wonder if he's thinking about potentially selling HBO because that's a big asset yeah. right? separately. So that way, if he does that, but the, the streaming service still has HBO on the title, now it's going to be even more confusing and messed up. And so maybe he's trying to like establish the streaming service as its own entity now and its own brand. Ooh, I'm just, okay. I, I don't know if that's that, that makes on. sense as an end game. What man getting the streaming rights to game of Thrones must be very valuable. You know, like would, people, people still, that's like still the most watched thing on HBO, right? I don't know if it still is, but it was forever. And the fact that they have new Game of Thrones stuff like House of the Dragon and yeah. other spinoffs coming and House of the Dragon was wildly popular as well. Not as popular as Game of Thrones, but wildly popular um, means that, yes, like that, that keeps the Game of Thrones library, I think, hugely valuable, more so than it would be if it just remained dormant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, The Wire has value, but not huge value because it's like an older show, right? Right. It's not rewatched as much as Game of Thrones. Of course Even not. though Game of Thrones ended horribly. Horribly. Talk about, talk about a, a scorpion in charge of everything. 
Yeah. You know I mean, sorry. Ben often wise to the scorpions of the situation. I just had to come after scorpions one last time. Yeah, you're kind of a scorpion scorpions hater. Scorpions are violent, and I don't, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I mean, you're scared of them. I get that. They have big stingers. People are afraid of bees, and I think that's interesting because well, I'm not afraid of bees. Well, I think that's because you understand the species differences between different types of bees, right? That would That helps you be less afraid of bees. If you know that looking at a bee that's like flying around on the little flowers and stuff is a honeybee or a bumblebee, you know that's very unlikely to sting you. It's not going to be a problem. You can lie among them and they're oh, yeah. not going to do anything. For sure. But things that look like bees can be very aggressive. Like a wasp. Like a wasp or oh, a yeah. hornet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but those aren't really around. They are. Come on. There's There was one in my house the other day. Yeah, not really, though. No, I, Like, I it wasn't actually in your house. I killed right? it with a book. You killed it? Yeah. How with do you feel about that, Mr. You shouldn't kill it. Anti-antrap did you, guy. Did, did it attack you? Nope. You just killed it? Yeah. Because you have a daughter. Yeah. Also, you would have killed it anyway. It's it's a scary thing that wants yeah. to eat me. It does not, but it does hurt to get stung by those things. Yeah. I, will say. I think they bite and sting. Really? I yeah. think they just sting. I, I think, think you're thinking they... of wasps. Hornets, I think, do both. I don't think that's true, but I am not a hornet expert. That's for sure. Just like I'm not a quantum entanglement expert. That's You You knew more than I, I did, but now we probably know the same amount. Yeah, right? I think that's pretty much right. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say this. One last thing about bees. I was thinking about this today as the bees were flying around this me. This is the last bees. thing about bees for sure. This is the end of our, me talking about bees forever. I like three other bee things, but... You're going to have to squeeze I them in as I'm telling this no, story. No, no, we'll just, I'll just save them. Okay, great. For uh, episode 60. I won't be participating in that, I guess. Okay. Just I don't keep it in mind. It. When 59 comes around, be like, next one is the one yeah, where I'm not going to... Yeah, the gonna. bee one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jennifer Lawrence is going to be here, and we're going to cut her. <laughs> wow. To see her, no, just to see her blood. I don't feel like you should say that. Okay. Jennifer um, Lawrence is going to cut herself to show I, us I just don't think you blood. should say any of I that. I can't say that either. I'm not sure, but I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. I think it. Jennifer Lawrence would love that I'm saying this. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> she gets it. She's funny. Um, anyway, this is what I was going to say about bees. How, I was thinking about how people are so afraid of bees. Like, not everyone, but a lot of, like, kids and even adults, like, freak out if a bee's around them, run around. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, for most of these bees that are completely, essentially harmless, like, they'll only attack you if you attack them. Yeah. Because they die if they sting you. And yeah. they know that. And they, don't, they have no interest in stinging you, you know. They're friendly, if anything. And I was thinking, it's probably more dangerous to just stand next to a random human than have, like, bumblebees flying around you, essentially, right? Because a random human who's got a fist could punch you at any second. And people are crazy, man. I don't know. Have you seen My Girl? I have seen My Girl. And what killed the kid? The bee. The bee killed the kid. <laughs> many bees did. Oh, was it many? Yeah, I think it was many bees. But isn't he just allergic to the bees? Isn't that why he dies? I, I, I don't remember. I think it was just one the bee. Specific. It was just one? I think it was one murderous bee. Okay. <laughs> like serial killer. Jeff the bee. Yeah, Jeff the bee. He's like, I got a whole system here. Yeah. He didn't actually sting the kid. He just poisoned the kid. Wow. Like, put something in the kid's There's drink. a whole thing I didn't know was going on with My Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like, a lot of My Girl fan fiction out there, like, fleshing out the story. Um, of course. And you're, from the Beast point and you, of view. And you are deep into that, I assume. I, I mean, you heard me talk about Zaslav with, like, a lot of detail, right? You're into graphic novels, I know. So it's yeah. probably, yeah. This I is assume. fan fiction. It's different. But it's a fan fiction graphic novel, I would assume, if it's you who's looking at it. Oh, because I wouldn't read prose. 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 Yeah, no, you wouldn't read prose. Why why is that weird to say? Because it just felt kind of like I don't know. Duh. Arrogant Duh. or something. Because I said the word prose? Yeah. Something way I didn't like Because like only Ivy League no, motherfuckers say the word keep, prose. Keep that word out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt wrong. Felt wrong. Okay. Real time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.